Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On our Oakwood Hard Jewelers Talking Text Line, we'll go to Blake Rafino, who is the CEO of Are You Serious Network. Blake, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, Blake, uh, let, let me say something, and uh, I got to give Kel, Kevin and Chalmette a little bit of credit here. He reminded me something I wanted to talk to you about, and it's something that I heard Brian Kelly speak about uh, in an interview and he said, you know, they asked him, what, what did he learn the first year at LSU? And he was like, well, I learned one thing. They don't accept losing real well. But he joked about that. But he says, you know, one thing, the great environment, the fan support behind you, playing in that atmosphere, playing to your, uh, to your home crowd. And then he threw in almost a throwaway line about weather conditions that this team rarely plays in cold weather. And what Kevin brought up was about Dalvin Cook going to the Dolphins. And I could see that if I'm Mike McDaniel. They got to come up with financial terms with it. But, man, I grew up in an era where the Dolphins, you know what they did? They ran the ball and they wore you down to death defensively. No one wants to be on that field defensively. If they got a running game going in the fourth quarter and they just keep churning it at you. I think that was maybe a little bit of a hint from Brian Kelly on what he'd like to do. And using the weather conditions where we don't have a lot of cold weather games in Baton Rouge to our advantage more. Smoke you out, so to speak. Well, you know, Mike, I think it's a good point. And also, Brian Brian Kelly also used to talk about how, guys, there was snow on the ground when I would – start spring practice in March. So I think it's just a different wavelength of what he's used to. I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean, there were times in March where it was 85, 90 degrees. So I think it's a a, a big deal. And and look, you know, I I think he he likes the conditions. He likes what the fan base has brought. And I think just the overall winning culture. I mean, what is there anything that he's asked for? so far that they that Scott Woodward and company hadn't obliged so I think it's a big deal but you know like Mike I'm here and they're doing seven on seven camps uh between the just the actual players at LSU and guys like Aaron Anderson are standing out so I, I think it's just a big deal for him and a different wavelength of what he was coming from obviously in at, at Notre Dame Late last week, they got a commitment from Ethan Calloway, a six foot six, three hundred pounder. Now he's a projected tackle. I don't know if he'll play right or left. 
Uh, here was a guy highly recruited uh, from the North Carolina area who could have went to Florida because Georgia was hot on him. So was North Carolina. It's an area for me that we don't have a lot of big people in the state. Every once in a while, like last year, that was almost like a shooting star. You, you had a couple of three guys that were really big men. Uh, so I think you always take a look at that. But to come up with Ethan Calloway, I think, was a big deal. You only had one before, and that was Kyra Lee, uh, who's a big man also. But he's more, to me, a right guard than he is a right tackle from John Eric. Agreed. Agreed. He, and then, Mike, you're on this kid from San Marcos, Texas, and Ori Williams who's another big body, 6'5", 300 pounds. So now you look at LSU from a recruiting standpoint, you get a commitment from Ethan Callaway, you get Lancer, you get Tyree Adams, that a lot of people forget. You get uh, a guy in DJ Chester whose family is from uh, the Hammond area. And so you've really – Lancer, you can't forget about that yeah. dude. So you've – in two cycles, Mike, I think that they've had the best two cycles of recruiting along the offensive line that I think that I can personally remember because you have guys that can play. Now, you know, like I probably, you know, you got Lance Hurd repping out at right tackle right now. Well, if he's repping out at right tackle and can pick up the offense, well, what do you do with, uh, you know, your, your stud freshman from a year ago? Does he move into right guard? So you, from a, just an overall aspect of what they've done along the offensive line. The only thing that I could think I, th- I probably could ask some questions about is what they're doing at center. Now, can Charles Turner take that next step? I personally kind of like a little bit Marlon Martinez a little bit more at times, especially in the run game. But I, I think from a depth perspective, I think you could have seven or eight guys that you could play right now that you feel pretty comfortable about. You have a ta- you have some tackles. You have uh, Dellinger, who's also there, and and can Marlon Martinez be a rotational piece at the guard positions too? So, I think that they've revamped this offensive line to what it to a better, um, uh, really than what we've seen in the past. And that's not a shot at Coach O. That's not a shot at anybody. But those guys didn't have the reality either. So, um, you know, Mike, I just really think that you get to a place where you have potentially three, let's just call it what it is, maybe top three-round picks, you know, and Campbell, Jones, and and Hurd. And what can a guy like Mason Lunsford come in and do for you, too? Um, I think the big question mark for me this year, certainly at cornerback, uh, because you don't know. There's a lot of guys thrown in the mix here. But also, how much better can you get on special teams? I think that's where Aaron Anderson can come in and certainly give you a big lift in the punt return game. Uh, we'll see what happens as a kick returner. Maybe Kyle Parker uh, becomes that guy. But special teams last year was a disaster waiting to happen almost every week. That was something that was fouled up. Your thoughts on doing this special team coaching by committee? Well, there's two schools of thought, personally. Personally, I don't know how much I like it. Um, but, but, I mean, Mike, when I was at Southeastern, we did it. and We led the Southland in, in, in special teams, right? Punt return, kick return. Um, field goals, but we also had a guy that averaged, I think, 49 and a half uh, yards per per uh, field goal there through the Southland Conference stretch. I mean, look, 
when your position coach is coaching the position that you want to get in, like if you want to get into field goal block or something like that, I think it helps you at times. But I, I, there's two schools of thought. What, what which do you like? I, I don't really. I mean, here's the, here's the truth. How much worse can you really get? I mean, it can get worse, but it I don't can. think it will be. It can. You know, I just it can. I just don't know. I don't think they'll be worse there. Now I, I agree with you. I, I do agree on that part. I, I just think it was almost like physical, not only physical breakdowns, Blake. It was the mental part, almost like guys not sure what they were, had to do, uh, wasn't sure the rules or anything. It was uh, confusion, and that to me is more of a mental breakdown than a physical one. Well, how do you not know to step down on a field goal? Oh. I, I mean, I'm not trying to you know, come on here and, and say anything ill will on Cam Wire. Mike, that's two, right? You got one against Florida State, and you had the one against uh, Georgia. Georgia. I, I mean, at what point do you just sit back and say, guys, like, what are we missing here? You know, I mean, now maybe maybe it's wor- more than what – I mean, I don't know, Mike. I, I've been on those. It, it is a want-to, right? Like, it's a want-to. Do you want to – Look, you're getting you're getting blasted in the face. Let's call it what it is. You got to go in there and want to. So, I, look, I, and I didn't think Ramos was bad last year. Mikey made two forty-five plus yard field goals. You know, so can you protect it? Can you do the right things and punt coverage, punt return? They got to get better there. That look, there's three phases of the game for a reason. If you lose one of them, it can really hurt you. Your thoughts on, on where it goes here with Jay Johnson, and he's fighting the battles on both sides. You're fighting the yeah. transfer portal battle, and then also you're fighting the Major League Baseball draft. And you'll find out real quick on the Major League Baseball draft part uh, since the first part of it is Sunday night. Uh, your thoughts on – he sort of made the pitch openly about, hey, if you want to come in here, hey, we got a spot for you because of what's happened with the Paul Skeens of the world or Tommy White's of the world and Thatcher Heard. Hey, this is the spot here. And how that will play out, uh, Tennessee got a big commitment yesterday, but uh, they're also – LSU's in the hunt for one of their pitchers along with Vanderbilt. Yeah, and I think that Chase Burns is an interesting case. You know, there's three schools really going after him, that being, like you mentioned, Vanderbilt, LSU, and TCU is staying in there. Very introverted kid. You know, we've reached out, and he's like, no, I'm just going to take my visits, then I'm going to commit. And I'm like, hey, I can't I can't fault you uh, for that. But I think Luke Holman, Mike, the eighth from Alabama last year, who really, look, let's call it what it is, he shut a lot of SEC teams down. Had a batting average against at 182, and he struck out 85 in 81 innings. Um, I think LSU is a is in a really good spot for them. And then you add you add Cade Woods and Jamie Lohr. I think you know, Mike. What's interesting is that the MLB draft is shortened, which made guys return. Correct. So, do you get a guy like a Braden Joe Bear and a Jordan Thompson to return? Does Hayden Travinsky and Alex Malazzo return? Does you know, and look, I, I don't think he will because I think he's going to get drafted. But you you listen to a lot of these major league guys, these these draft guys, and they're like, well, you know, Trey Morgan's on the cusp. Could another year help him? I don't I don't subscribe to that. I think a team's going to be too smart and and and, and get him. But 
position wise, I think they're fine. What they're gonna what they're trying to do is get better on the mound. I think that they're gonna do that. I think Luke Coleman kind of solidifies your piece and the guy that nobody really talks about is the guy that got hurt in the beginning of the season in Grant Taylor. If he yeah. returns and you got Luke Coleman along with him, then you have something really serious on the mound. Uh, but I think that they're going to be fine position-wise. I think they're going after a couple guys, but I don't think it's going to be the splash like a, a Tommy Tanks was a season ago. And then, Blake, you kind of referred to it, but the, the improvement on the mound, how much does Nate Yeski bringing in, him in early in the process kind of help with that? I think Nate's a really, you know, he's he's like the, he's like a better Cliff Kingsbury in a way that you know he's innovative in a lot of things that he does, and a lot of people want him. He just hasn't got that chance of being a head coach yet. Uh, Nate Yeski is a guy that I think a lot that Nate that even Jay like we talked to him uh, two years ago, and he said that he really wanted Yeski to be a guy that followed him, but it didn't work out that way because of timing. Look, he's been at Oregon State, won a national championship. He's been with Jay, been to another. And then Texas A&M, can he completely revamp their pitching staff? So he's got pieces at LSU. Can he take that next step? Now, look, if you've seen what Nate Yeski does with talent, you've got talent now. So you've seen him have teams with sub-ERAs of three and below, which is unreal. I think Nate Yeski's a really good – I think, you know, there's – I hate saying a home run hire because I hate – saying that in this business because you never know what's going to happen but he's as close as you're going to get in my opinion uh to a guy that is proven a guy that can come in here he knows the league and look the only reason a&m made that run that they did last year was because of what they were doing on the mound so nate Yeski is a guy that i think that's going to turn a lot of heads and, and look lsu catapults you to that next step we've seen uh coach kelly go to washington we've seen Wes johnson go to georgia and I think Nate knows that very, very likely when you come here that it puts you under a microscope of being the next guy in a head coaching position. Yeah, it'll be interesting, uh, Blake, uh, with uh, with Guidry. Does he make that full-time move to shortstop? Because I know he's asked about it. And uh, do you make that move with him? And, again, he was a talented high school player doing that. And so – um. Yeah, and you bring in somebody who's got some experience playing shortstop. Yeah, from South Carolina. From South Carolina. So yeah, uh, yeah. That, but that's why they pay Jay all that money uh, to come up with all that. Well, I do think Mike, if he's going to do both, he'll play. I mean, and this is just my opinion in talking to Jay. I think that gives you would play second. Right? Okay. I well, I got no problem with that. No, I had no problem with that either because. He would likely come in and close. I don't think Gavin's going to be a guy that's going to start for you. I don't think he's going to give you, you know, a lot of innings. I think you'll see him once on a weekend type of deal. Um, but I do think that he'll play second because you got Braswell from South Carolina. Right. Now, look, he is a kid that a lot of people are interested in. I talked to a couple of our buddies, their are, are scouts, and they were like, look, from a physical standpoint, he runs like a deer. He throws – he, I mean, he's just defensively a wizard. Can he do any, you know, better at the plate? Well, Jay has made a pretty good living changing guys sure at has. the plate. So I do think that Gidry would get bait out at short. I think he'd go to second. But I don't mind that if he wants to do both because it's not as much strain as it would be him playing short. But he's playing short right now uh, in, in summer league. He's he's looked okay. You can tell he's been a little rusty, <laughs> uh, not taking ground balls in a while. But – no, he hadn't done too bad. 
Thank you, Blake. Appreciate it, buddy. Always uh, great insights. Yes, sir. Go Tigers. All right. Blake Rafino from Are You Serious Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.